You boys are out of your mind. Ooh, yeah, dig it. A little bit of the bubbly. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Big Boys and Body Slams. Three goofballs that talk about wrestling. We're here to boost your ass and have a blast. So enjoy. Uh, Let's get this going. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Big Boys and Body Slams. How the heck are you? My name is Zach. And I am Kyle. I am Luke. It's January, so that can only mean one thing. It's <laughs> raining. It's raining. Not only that, it's Royal Rumble season. Wow, it means two season. things. And we are kicking it off with like a mini Royal Rumble month because we are not doing a Royal Rumble next week. But this week and the two weeks after next week... We're doing. Are you following me? We're doing three Royal Rumbles. Yeah, this month. three out of, out of three. Four. Five out of five. Wait, what's the other one? The 2019 review show. Oh yeah, that okay, was that was this. That was month? last week. That was last week. That was fun. Thanks for everyone who listened to the year in review show. If you haven't, go check it out in the archives. I really believe it's one of our strongest shows. And also share the share the podcast with your friends. Yeah, we need to get Pass those out. we need to get those numbers up a little bit. So Bump share the podcast with up. your friends. This is I mean the year in review episode, and I'm not just being. I'm not just p- trying to toot my own horn, Stroke but your own toot 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 toot. It's a it's a re- it's a solid episode. So seriously, if you guys haven't heard it, go hey, back and also, listen, and then come back and finish this one. Voicemails with your opinion. Yeah, yeah. you can still give those. Yeah, we got. You, you can give us one. your opinions any any time. Yeah, all year long. Um, can I can I ask for your opinion on something? Of course. What do you think? Like hypothetically, a Royal Rumble without the championship on the line but the champion the world champion going in first you know that sounds like just something crazy enough that wwe would just do it in 2020 and brock lesnar is the number one entrant into the royal rumble this year have they not done that before uh, they did it with Roman, but the, but yeah, it, the title so. was on the line. And, yeah, and Flair wasn't the champion, but that one was for the championship right, too. Right, right. So, so this one, the champion is in it, but the championship is not on the at line. At least that they've said yet. I mean, that could change. And I, guess, I guess Brock could could lose the title on TV. No. Yeah, I mean, he could, no. but I could also jump out the window and fly away like Peter Pan to Neverland. But I mean, it's not going to happen. You know? Can you saying? do that? I mean, I it, theoretically. Okay. Okay. If I had like a jetpack. Uh, also, let's wish Will Ospreay a uh, recovery, good recovery. He got, he got a little boo-boo. A broken ankle or heel or whatever. Let's, yeah, it's some foot joint Let's injury. get better, Will. You're the, you're the thrill. His Did match you... was very good that he had with Tom I Hashi. heard it was amazing. I haven't got to check that out. I want to see, see the, the spot where he did that? I'm not sure what spot it was. I watched the whole match, uh, but I couldn't pick uh, out a spot. He I really wanna, it well. I really wanted to watch Moxley Archer, though. I heard that was a hard it was really good. hitter. I, I've seen most of night one of Wrestle Kingdom. I've seen some of night two. I got to just finish it. Uh, yeah. What I saw was awesome. Obviously, uh, congrats to like just Jushin Thunderliger for a great an amazing career absolutely uh, spanning several countries all the big promotions check this out I just put two and two together the other night you got to see him I got to see Jushin Liger and Kurt Angle on their final runs yeah in the same year and you got to see Amazing Red's comeback Amazing Red's comeback got to see Jeff Jarrett wrestle Last year was a last year. Wow. I got to see some legendary figures. One of those. One things of those is things like is others. not like yeah. the others. the amazing yeah. red. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is January though, as I said. Uh, oh, uh, we should probably talk about Dolph Ziggler and Ryback fighting fighting on Twitter. And it, fighting. They're oh, fighting big over time Ryback talking smack about Chris Jericho's physique. And y'all Dol- need to shut up about Chris Jericho's physique. He is fifty years old. He's sexy. The man is a rock star. He can kick my ass. So, so can I? Uh, can I ask something? Like, yeah, of course. All right. So first of all, a lot of these people complaining about his physique probably are not in shape, right? Like I'm a big time wrestling fan, and I'm pudgy AF. Well, Ryback. But okay, okay. What's he doing these days? <laughs> I was gonna say, Jericho selling diet supplements. So Jericho is putting on 
what, three and a half to four and a half star matches every time he goes out there? Yeah. How many, other than that TLC six-man tag match, how many three and a half star matches has Ryback had? I, I'm, you're getting crickets for me <laughs> with that question. Because, I mean, that's, that's Ryback? That six-man tag match is the only match I can actually remember of his. I remember the John Cena U.S. title match. I remember the CM Punk one. Where he hurt CM Punk? Correct. <laughs> and was the John Cena one where he hurt John Cena? Yeah. Correct. Who else did he hurt? Everyone oh, on the roster? I'm sure. His can... own ego. Yeah. Ryback's. And his career. His own, I mean, Dolph, props to Dolph for coming to the defense of a colleague and I'm sure a friend. I, and... I got to say this, too. If you're starting some shit, don't go tagging people's bosses and saying, control your bitch. Come on, yeah, that was, that was cringy, That dude. was cringy, Who dude. He, he tagged Vince? He tagged Triple H. H. I'm surprised Triple H didn't jump in on <laughs> with him. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you, that, you, that's you, a bad look. So everybody wants to pretend there's like this huge, the AEW wrestlers hate the WWE wrestlers and vice versa. Wrong. You know they're all best buds. Oh, yeah. There's there's pictures of Adam Cole hanging out with, at the uh, AEW like <laughs> New Year's party. I saw that... Uh, when Brett Baker, I think it was Brett, I could have been somebody else, but when they posted the photo, they cropped Adam Cole out of it. I, I saw both the original <laughs> yeah. and that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, all these guys are chummy. I'm sure there's some legit heat between some, of some them. people and management and, you know, maybe people left under well, hasty. Like most... even, even John Moxley said that he doesn't have hatred for anybody, the company. No, and or he, still, anybody he said there. he still talks to Roman. Yeah. So, well, and even in the Monday Night Wars, a lot of WCW and WWF guys were buddies. It was, yeah. al- it was almost yeah. like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall were best friends with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. It's Weird. crazy. And you know what? They were it's... a little clicky, if you ask me. And then me. there's X-Pac. I was going to say, <laughs> he's there too. Shawn. Well, he just bounced around. Yeah. But hey, I bet oh boy. I bet Triple H, you know, the run one running NXT understands why Jericho's in AEW too. Like, he was in that part. His buddies left for WCW. He knows yeah. what's going on. Yeah, I mean, on. people, that's... Where it's the spirit of competition is, is alive again. Not not to go into another rant about this because I know it's a it's a a sticking point for us. Just on this podcast, stop. But it's a story. So, man, remember when Ric Flair was like sixty wrestling on Raw every week? Yeah, and nobody cared about his body then, and he was looking worse than Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so get over yourselves. Uh, also, I just wanted to jump back to Wrestle Kingdom. Congrats to Naito for becoming the first double champion, winning the Intercontinental and the IWGP Heavyweight Champions. I also, yep. I also want to point out something huge. Yeah. Tomorrow, I'm going to pick up SmackDown vs. Raw 2008 instead of even attempting 2K20. Yeah, that's probably a good call. Yeah. Uh, did you guys hear... Uh, 2K20 stopped working. It crashed <laughs> on yeah. January 1st. The game wasn't coded to work in the year it was named after. So that's, no way. That's Dude, it Y2K'd? Just, yeah, the game Y2K'd no itself. Way. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, that's so good, good for 2K. Oh my so God. good good for that dumpster fire. Uh, speaking of dumpster fire, showing it into the Royal Rumble 1999. Wait a minute, this show sir. Wasn't, this show wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. But I will say right off the top, my biggest complaint about this show was that it didn't feel like a big deal. No, not at all. <clears throat> That's one thing that current WWE excels at. Maybe too much. Like they try and make everything feel like this big grandiose celebration. But like the big four shows big genuinely five. yeah, because the bank include money in the bank. G unit. But the big five shows like genuinely feel big and like a spectacle. And this Night Roman nineteen eighty nine did this not so flat, man. It started with the opening match and it kind of the whole card was just it just felt like a pay per view. It did. It felt like a B show. I think it felt like a pay per view at least because you had the title match and yeah, stuff. But you, you, it yeah. didn't feel like yeah. you had multiple titles on the line. Yeah. Uh, this is coming to us from Anaheim, California. It was on February first, correct? 
Uh, I just have that it's Arrowhead Pond of Anaheim. Yes. Hey, I've been there. Anaheim. Fourteen thousand eight hundred sixteen. Yeah, good, good, good crowd on hand here. I was in Anaheim a few months ago. Yeah, you were. I mean, they were selling. Nine I mean, they're Mickey. selling everything. Oh now. yeah, everything's yeah. everything, especially pay per views. Uh, yeah. We're gonna go uh, a short video package, but it's pretty good actually. It's uh, this hey, whole yeah. Thank you to the professor, by the way. He's he, isn't he the one who recommended this? Yeah, mm-hmm. Dakota. Yep. It, DZ, if it means anything, I really wanted 07 to win. He, he was pushing for it, but that's okay. Here we I'm are. excited. To, I, this is a mat, the title match is one I've wanted to look at, so I was excited to turn it on. Uh, the video package is entirely focused on the Austin McMahon rivalry and how. Imagine that McMahon's pretty much screwing Austin out of the Rumble by making him enter number one. He's got a hundred thousand dollar bounty. He's got a hundred thousand dollar bounty on him, and that's kind of the story going forward. Which this, there's this gave a us, lot of holes in this bounty. The best thing about this angle was that it gave us Vince McMahon's theme song, uh, which is the theme song of the show, "The No Chance in Hell," which is kind of like the tagline as well. So it gave us that at least. Yeah. Um, but I mean, come on. I mean, ninety nine Vince, Vince and Steve, like that's money still at this point. So yeah. you can't go wrong. We're gonna open up with a match that's not money. Uh, and that's Road Dog versus the big, the big wow, boss. Whatever do you mean? Hey, let, boss man. Let me throw this out there real quick. Yeah, uh. Road Dog is over. The people are going. Anybody from Bro, DX. Everyone, everyone in this like pay per view is over. Yeah, no, that's not true. A, a lot of people. DX and DX and Austin and Mick and Rock. Mick and The Rock, but not everybody Taker. on this um, show. But the road dog, the road dog over. is like one of the few guys I was like, wow. He says his little Godfather. spiel, but he keeps it brief, which I actually appreciate. He doesn't kind of ramble like he tends to have done sometimes, but he keeps it short and sweet and just does the classic, the road dog, Jesse James. He introduces Billy Gunn, even though it's a singles match, but I'm not going to complain about it. it, was, um, it I got, got I'm going to let you know I was really pissed off at first. Why? Because I was like, why is the hardcore champion coming out first? And not it was a, title, a match, title match. Not a title which match. Which was so weird. But it was at the corporation's behest that it was a non-title match. They they specifically They didn't want DX getting involved. Yeah, so they specifically wanted this to be a non-title match. Um I mean There's a lot poor, of taunting. Poor, there's not really poor a, big boss there's man. not really a ton Poor Big Boss Man. Poor, poor Road Dog man. for having to work with and Big Boss. Poor man. us for having to watch him. This match sucked. Kyle's Kyle's right. Uh, we've we've talked about this. We need to find like a good '80s. Show boss me man one, match. please. Yeah. I'm desperate to see a good big. Well, boss that man that was match. my discussion. Was what's the appeal of Big Boss Man? He's got a good character. He's got a cool character and a cool old theme song. He'll be serving hard time, baby. Can we talk about I mean, real I'm quick? His current uh, his theme song here is not terrible. No, I like this theme song. Oh, but it, well, wasn't, it wasn't as good as Hard Times. Uh, there's not a ton that happens. At one point, Bossman's nutted in the corner post and the ref's not looking. He did what in the corner post? He gets nutted. Oh. He doesn't nut in the oh. corner post. Okay. He gets he gets his nuts slammed oh. against the corner post. At, at one point... That would have made the match more interesting. Though. At one point, Bossman is choking Road Dog. Ed King is yelling... You're the man, and, and he's like, "Tell like, me who the man is." King, I'm the man. I love that. And King is like, "You're the man." <laughs> I love that. That was hilarious. That was the best part of this. Ken Shamrock interfaced a little bit with King too in his match. He like had a back and forth with him, but that was the best part of this match, legitimately oh, by far. I was that, that got up. a legitimate laugh out of me. You know, what was the best part of this match. The end. <laughs> them removing the turnbuckle pad and then not using. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's uh, you get a non-payoff of the turnbuckle pad, and then you get that. a bear hug spot. And I'm sorry, the only time a bear hug spot can work is Andre if, the Giant. Is if one man is significantly larger than the other. Or it's the Yeti. Yeah. And Boss Man's bigger than Road Dog. But not by a but lot. But when they're both just standing there hugging in the middle of the ring, it it's not a good look. Not at all. Eventually, the end does come after Boss Man hits a Boss Man slam. Kind of out of nowhere, because it looks like Road Dog's in control. And that's the end of the match in... 11.52. You got I it. gave it uh, one and a half. I gave it True. one and a half. Same. It was awful. It wasn't good. I, I Listen. As much as I want to be into Boss Man, I've never... 
seen a boss man match that I came away with going, yeah, that was worth watching. Yeah. And I and mean, that's a bummer because I know his character work is excellent. Oh, his character work. I still remember vividly the the him in the big show and him dragging his dad's casket well b- boss man yeah driving way his to bring up his away. finest moment yeah. oh what hey i loved that i could one up you on that, that. remember when undertaker hung him from the hell in the cell yeah remember the candle from hell match yeah, i was about to say that's that's <laughs> even more of a one-up <laughs> oh, um man. i will say though i can't remember which mania it was but there was uh one an old mania where 15? i saw boss no where I saw Bossman against uh, the Mountie, and I really enjoyed that. Really? So we're gonna have to. We're find gonna have to find. Was it? We're gonna have to find a show Wait, with a good Bossman match for Luke. Uh, I th- WrestleMania six. I'm pretty sure we're doing. That's that's in our thing. That and sounds. I'm pretty close. sure we'll stall for time while you get this card up here. We got We got to find a good Bossman match for you, Luke, because I'm, he's I'm not. Be- take a trip. Has he been? Has he been one of the worst represented? Oh, competitors sorry. This has been Bossman the- versus Akeem. Yeah, that's not going to be good. Keen the Dream? Conrad yeah. Thompson. Uh, I mean, we got to find you. Because he he's been one of the worst represented, besides maybe Midian, he, has he maybe the worst represented competitor that we've done on the podcast? You can't say Hog, because Hog actually had a good showing. A yeah, he had a ago. decent match at, at uh, Seasons Beating, so it, it yeah. might, Bossman might take that cake. Chron- Chronic's up there. Bossman slash Ooh. Ray Trailer. Chronic. Chronic. But we've only there. seen two Chronic matches. We've seen five or six Bossman matches. Have we? I think it's we've more like, seen, God, I've blocked them out. Son. We've seen this one. We've seen the Midian. We've seen the Midian one. What? Didn't him and Midian have a really yes, terrible yes. match? Yeah, that was, was really bad. bad. We saw him as Ray Trailer at uh, the the WCW show. Is that yeah. three? I think there's I'm sure only, there's more. I'm pretty sure that's that at least is at least three. Uh, they've all been bad. Anyways, do you, have, do you have anything else to add, or can we move on? Let's move on. I guess it was SummerSlam '91. Oh, okay. Well, so. maybe we'll have to get that. I just remember the watching that on the Coliseum Home Video back in the day. Oh, that's awesome. We'll, we'll, up, we'll get it this summer. Okay. Remember that. We'll get it. Hey, get those listens up so we make sure we're around and stuff. Yeah, seriously. Uh, that's that's not a, a sh- not a threat or anything. That, that's a shoot right hey, there. Hey, can I can I throw out something? <laughs> Please. The next match right now. Yeah. Both guys wrestled last week. Where did Billy Gunn wrestle last week? Dark. He's re- oh, I guess yeah. he's wrestling tomorrow night. That, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. And Ken Sham- yeah. Shamrock wrestle on Impact. Look at that. Don't Isn't worry, that guys. What culture has a top ten most underrated big boss? Oh, there you matches. go. There you go. Sorry, I'm stuck uh, on it. Billy Gunn versus Ken Shamrock for the Intercontinental Championship that Ken Shamrock holds, and he comes out last. I do love Ken's theme. Yes. Oh yeah, Ken's theme's classic. I gotta tell you, Ken Shamrock is an animal. He is. <laughs> and Billy Gunn is an animal. He is charismatic as hell. Yeah. Um. With asthma. This match needed all of the charisma it could get. Uh, this, I mean, it was an okay match. You want to talk about how this this match came to be? How did this match? Was this was this Billy Gunn Moon Kid Shamrock's sister? That's right. This is all tied up with the really? Ryan Shamrock, yeah, the stripper that they hired that was supposed to be a one shot. Yeah, and yep. then we'll see Val Venus. Actually, well, let's just get to the end of the match. At the end of the match, Venus runs in after a ref bump and a double down, uh, and Venus runs in and DDT Shamrock. Uh, Shamrock kicks out. After that, though, and then Gunn is selling his ankle after he misses an axe handle because uh, Shamrock had kind of been working it like a surgeon. Michael Cole says, "I don't buckles uh, cut for the very first time." Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, and then an ankle lock, and Shamrock wins by submission. So they kind of planted the seeds for the Venus and twenty-four seconds, and we'll see that come to a head when Venus and Shamrock go one-on-one with 
Billy Gunn is the guest referee. Billy taps. In oh, half dude, a we we did that. <laughs> show. We did that show. So kind of coming full circle there. So uh, just when, just to throw it out there, yeah, Billy Gunn's character work with this ankle is really really good. Yeah, he's really selling when his he, ankle well. When he shows up in the Royal Rumble later, he's ta- he's not wearing a boot. He's taped up. He's limping. Yeah, it's very good. So character that was good. Work, good selling. And it really made. The, I mean, he he tapped like almost instantly to the ankle lock. So it right. really sold that move. By there was Shamrock like one well. moment where he forgot to sell, but mm-hmm. you know. Other than that, it was it was good stuff. What'd you guys think of the match? You guys rate it first. I, I want to see if we're in the same ballpark. I give it two and a quarter. Same. I uh, I, I give it two and a half. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was all right. Um, it didn't really stand the test of time. No, too long. It was a couple minutes too long. Yeah, for sure. They could have trimmed it. I down. definitely enjoyed it. There was nothing like. I wasn't sitting there bored or anything. I was bored for the first half, but like I once it started picking up in the second half. There's some good near falls, and then when Venus ran in, it kind of started getting chaotic. They just took too long to get to the working on the leg. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Definitely. I agree. Um, so a point that I wanted to bring out is just Ken Shamrock's career. How like Love I him. think Shamrock could have been a top champion. Like I think he could have been the WWE champion if he didn't go to he wanted UFC. To, he loved fighting. He just love fighting too much. Especially if you would have sponsored our podcast. I gotta tell <laughs> yeah, you, seriously, Shamrock versus that's a shoot too. We're shooting today. Ooh, Shamrock hip, versus baby. Kurt Angle could have been a WrestleMania main event for the title. Okay, probably. Yeah, Whoa. I mean they would have really had to build Shamrock up, but Kurt Angle had to carry him a little bit. Just a little. That would have been an awesome match. Kurt could have done it though. Kurt oh, could have carried. Kurt could carry anyone. Sure. Former NWA champion Kurt Angle or Shan Shamrock. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Was that it? Was that it? Does anybody else have anything to add about? Did this Kim match boost your guys' ass or a little Shamrock? half an ass boost? I wish right. I wish he was better than Frank in MMA. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he, better at wrestling than Frank. So. Yeah, Frank Trigg or Shamrock, sir, please. <laughs> uh, we should switch to an ass boosting system instead of a star system. Sure. How many asses were boosted? How many asses were boosted in this match? I'm just kidding you. Uh, let's move on. Oh, but my favorite segment of the entire pay-per-view happens after this match. The Stooges? Where Shane is out of control. Just, oh, okay, he's yeah, pumping yeah. up Vince, and he's just like, whoa, yeah, let's go, yeah, whoa. <laughs> he is on one. Bro, 1999 Shane could not it's be am- stopped. <laughs> he's amazing. This stopped. It was like a 30-second bit, but it was it was all, it had me laughing. Homie's doing coke in the locker room <laughs> with the boys. For sure. With the boys. He was, he was blown up here. It was great, though. And then that's going to go to a match that i did not expect to enjoy as much as i did i'm gonna say that right off off the top well gangrel versus x-pac the the, entrance makes it all oh yeah for the european title he doesn't come up through the floor because it's a special set but i mean come on it's gangrel yeah it's gangrel i mean i forgot a gangrel could work like he kind of worked in this and let's be real x-pac was before like ahead of his time they kept you know what's funny is they kept talking about like all night they kept talking about how small x-pac was and he's like, he's 210 pounds. And like, AJ's what? Like, Bro, they, they 215? Said, and he was the WWE champion for a year. So small. They said, okay, well, which, I, I wanted to save this for the Rumble, but I'll say it now. Michael Cole was talking about how, how X-Pac was the smallest Rumble competitor of all time when literally Gilbert was in this same was match. Was in the Rumble. Yeah. That drove me crazy. But uh, I rest my case with that. It's just funny to hear that, like. The whole, like, even during this match, like, Michael Cole was like, X-Pac is so small, he's just a tiny little boy. Bro, I'm literally, I'm literally 20 pounds heavier than that. Yeah, and like, he... And I'm big. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just, it shows you how wrestling's changed, you know? Like, 
Well, it just shows you how Michael Cole is not completely full of shit anymore. Yeah, that too. Besides the fact that he is completely full of shit. I wish X-Pac was in his prime more today. I know. He could fit in so well. He'd be in the title scene. Yeah, he'd be so Arguably. Good. Is this one of the better X-Pac matches we've seen? Because we've been <laughs> yeah. warning. We've been... Yeah, yeah this we, we've seen some stinkers of X-Pac. X-Pac, I mean, from the second he enters, like he has this energy about him on this show that's like palpable. Like You can feel it. And his strikes are awesome. <laughs> he is just... Oh, uh, a guy I also have to mention. There's a nice belly-to-belly by Gangrel at one point and that's when I, the first time i noticed the uh big old titties 36 double d sign in the crowd uh so that's yeah that's the attitude era attitude era fans <laughs> that's like the those. attitude era they right like those. there big old titties i mean uh there's a, there's a nice flying too. clothesline by x-pac into a bronco buster a few minutes later we get the x-factor and x-pac wins by pinfall and retains his title in 553 this oh. match was good but it was too short i gave it three stars uh i would have liked it to be a little longer i gave it two and a half um, I really liked it. I just wish five more minutes and it would have been a three-star match for me. Uh, Xbox offense and Gangrel was a lot better than I remember. Gangrel was working, man. Hey, did no one did no one notice the botched three count? Yeah, I did. I just didn't mention it. Okay. And the crowd channel, you fucked yeah, up. The crowd channel, you fucked yeah, up at yeah, it. Yeah, so that's definitely two and a half. Was it Teddy Long that was yes, reffing that? it was. Come on, Teddy. Um, Yeah, so... <laughs> For that, I mean, you could. T- I don't know if they meant for the match to be that short, but it was like right after that happened. They're like, "All right, we're going home." Yeah, let's go home. Screw it. So, is Gangrel your favorite entrance of all time? No, no. The Who- Fiend is. Oh, I like. Wow. Gang- I like Gangrel's better than the Fiend. Is that your favorite all time? Oh, man, I don't know if it's. Sweet. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's got to be up there, top five. It's super good. He was like maybe top three, man. That that one. That was that was kind of always the issue with Grangrel. He was all flash and no sizzle, you know. Like no, he has some sizzle. Look at this man. I mean, Look yeah. at his teeth. Are those real fangs, by the way? Oh, I think yeah. Didn't he wasn't get him it, shaved? Wasn't he on Edge and Christian and said he did? He got the canine shaved. Like he got him like that's clunky. wild. Yeah. He's still working, by the way. He's still working usually around in Portland region. He's still around. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and through, he, yeah, his, his uh. Appearance on Edge and Christian's podcast was pretty funny. So if you awesome. want that, check something do you think, out. Do you think if out. Kevin Thorne would have had Grang- Gangrel's entrance that he would have been over? Yeah. Well, Gangrel was supposed to was. manage him. Really? Should have. Yeah. They could have like a little vampire stable. Yeah, with Shelly Martinez and those two. Yeah, sure. It would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, anything else on this one? Um. Yeah, no. I, I I just wrote down Gangrel's entrance, Xbox offense, and the ref botch. We'll see Xbox later. Oh, wow. um, we'll see Gangrel later. We'll see Xbox right now, actually, because he, he is winded, but he's still showing up for the DX interview. Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly's I got it. DX. I got his name this go. time. New got Japan you. Zone, Kevin Kelly, the ageless one, because he hasn't aged, uh, is interviewing DX just very shortly about just the evening, the rumble. Uh, uh, conspicuous like, by his absence is Billy Gunn. Uh, which I liked. It's a nice uh, little detail. Because yeah. his ankle was hurting. Uh-huh. But Xbox. He was a cast put on. And then poor Xbox is just like. <sighs> yeah, it was. I just, oh, yeah. But, but DX also said. Triple H every, says every, every man, man for man, himself. And, and then China's China like. And woman. woman. Yeah. Whoa, can you. Can you do the one and the woman. World? That was not bad. Thanks, man. Uh, and that's going to lead to our next match. Well, actually, first, though, Shane comes out and like everyone. What's this music Shane came out to, by the way? It was nah, like here a, comes the money. It was like a house song. It was like this, like trying to chill. Like, I don't know. I was like, who is this? With the is music this yeah. And it took him like a while to come out. But it's Shane. And he says uh, that he introduces Luna. And he says Luna was supposed the to Sean. wrestle for the women's championship in a strap match. But. Uh, she's uh, unfortunately Sable suffered an unknown back injury, and then it's discovered that Luna beat the shit out of her on heat. Uh, just as she an did. Hour he, ago. he was wild back in the day. He was as as she has done, like actually in in the locker room. 
Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. In real life? Yeah, Luna Luna I think beat up both Sable and uh and she's Sunny. Wild. And Sunny. <laughs> uh Luna's wearing very revealing ring gear here, by the way. Uh it just doesn't seem like it's a Shane is on commentary. Yeah, she, Shane's gonna be on commentary. Sable comes out and she says uh, Shane says that she has to forfeit the belt. The Shane, uh, she's like, ring the bell. So he's like, All right. So he does, and the match it's a strap match, so you have to touch all four corners, and it's the same Oh my god. It's the same hey, strap match. Hey, what country? Yeah, what country is strap match is this? It's just a strap match. Is this a Disneyland strap match? This is, Anaheim? this is just an American strap match. They're both American. It can't be a Disneyland one? I think it Where's can, Luna Kyle. from? Luna's from the sewer. So this is like a sewer creek. This is like a what? this is like a chud. Yeah, what, what are you talking about? This is like a chud about? strap match. Me and Luke wanted to be a Disneyland strap match. Okay, yes. yeah, Disneyland strap match. It's the same as every just strap pre- match you've ever seen. Pretend there's like little Mickey ears on the same strap. stupid yeah. ass finish. Uh, they touch three turnbuckles. Sable touches them after, and then uh, what happens? Oh, some girl runs out of the it crowd. Was Tori. That was Tori, bro. It was. That was I Kane's girlfriend first one, and he that. punches her. Punches Luna and allows Sable to touch the last turnbuckle. And Sable. God, Sable that was a retains. great finish. Really good match. Sable retains. What did you guys think? Poop. I gave it two stars. It was better than it had any right to be. I gave it a star and a half. Uh, it was not good, but it was better than I was expecting. The best part was, was Luna sh- getting whipped in the ass with the strap over. Or what about again. Shane in commentary? Yeah, Shane was, She's hot. She's hot. Shane was on one. Uh, star and a quarter. But you're right. It's gross, but not as terrible as it could have been. And it's probably better than it would have been if it didn't have a stip. That's, Definitely. That, that was kind of my thought too. It though. being a strap match, and, and Shane actually, actually Shane helped had, it. Shane had me laughing most of the match too. Shane was on one. So, so is a month later his X Punk commentary? Yes. Yeah. God. Bam! 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 <laughs> Kill the X Punk. I'll never forget. You that. know, Bruce Pritchard on one of his podcasts said that Shane just wasn't cut out for commentary. He was and, amazing. He wasn't probably because he was just screaming. Yeah. Let's not lie. He wasn't because. I can handle Shane on, on those and those like small single match doses, but can you imagine Shane like in character for an entire show? Oh, I'd love it. Oh man. Okay, dude. And you know, okay, real quick. So remember WWF Attitude, the game. Uh huh. Like, go back and play that. He's game. He's on commentary in that yes, game, isn't yeah, he? Him yeah. And, him and Jr. It's not good. Him and Lawler. It's not good. And and you, when you go back and listen to that, you'll realize he's popping the mic with everything yeah. he says. Booyah! Out like a light. Yeah, like I just did. I played two many hours of that shitty ass. Yeah, it was a very game. bad game. And then I you had the ECW so game that was just a clone of the Hardcore WWF Warzone slash Attitude. Yeah. They how how did the claim manage to release the same game three times? The same way that THQ did. I mean, yeah, we're seeing it right now. With, I mean, also with two K. WCW and NWO Revenge just became WrestleMania two thousand. Yeah, true. And then that became and No, then Mercy. no Mercy. The Aki engine. That was a powerful engine back in the day, man. All right, shall we move on? That's enough video game talk for for one Is podcast. Eh, probably not, but Kyle I, Kyle's getting over it. Well, I just had something to say, and you guys. Oh, go ahead, Kyle. Sorry, yeah, Kyle. I, I was going to say we're nostalgic over here. Do you remember nostalgic. when TNA had Booker T and Kevin Nash announce the whole show with Scott Steiner as the ring announcer? I don't remember no, that. No. Greatest thing that they've ever done. <laughs> I I want to get Scott Steiner on commentary, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they they had their names of Chet Lemon and something else as their announcer. Oh, of course. And they were just it was the main event. Mafia took over the show. Kurt Angle was like the general manager, and Scott Steiner was the ring announcer. And Booker and Kevin Nash were the announcers. Was he calling them fat? Oh yeah, he's oh. He, he was out of control. What pay per view is this? Or is this? Just it was a, a, it was an episode of Impact. We need to find. We gotta it. find it. Yeah. it, dude. It's fantastic. What it, can you imagine, Scott Steiner and uh, Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon re- on, the on commentary? Shane McMahon reminded me of that because they were That's just awesome. out of control. And this was when Booker T was still kind of doing the King Booker stuff. Yeah, in TNA. Yeah, That's great. Another bad game. Uh, yeah, it, it was all right. 
the controls is what dragged drug that game. Like out. Le- like showdown, like we talked about earlier. Oh, showdown legends yeah. of wrestling. Oh my god, Zach didn't realize there was three of those. I only thought there were so two. much potential. I only bro. needed the two of them. I didn't know there was. Yeah, there's a third one. Showdown. We got to do a wrestling video game episode someday, and I'm being totally serious. Well, we yeah, sh- we should do we've it. We got the. We we've gotta got do the it. Knowledge. Um. There's a video package after this for the WWF Championship match, and it is awesome. Uh, it's basically about... So it's an I Quit match. Uh, oh, you also forgot about... What about Bossman? Test Shamrock and Bossman in the Boss back. Man, oh, yeah. And they cut away really fast. Yeah, I, I didn't even write it down because I didn't even really understand what was happening. But we see them, and I think they're pretty much just like, remember, it's every man for themselves. Remember, there's a bounty on Stone Cold. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, because there's a bounty on Stone Cold, which we needed to be reminded of because it's not like it... Anyways, uh, we get a video package for the WWF title match. Uh, it's an I Quit match between The Rock and Mankind. Mankind has said he would fight The Rock, but that's his condition. He needs it to be an I Quit match. Mankind says, I'll never say I quit. I quit, I quit, never. I'll never say that. Remember that audio clip, because it'll come into play a little bit later. We get some really cool footage of Foley in All Japan doing some death matches and some of his crazier moments. I love this video. I, it was awesome. Some yeah. of his crazier moments in WWF. This was excellent. Really Really made you realize how crazy Mick is and like, wow, what is The Rock going to be able to do? Because Mick's done it all. Because he can't say it. He's not going to say He's it. He's never going to say it. No. Uh, and uh, can you guys remind me why The Rock had to wear a shirt during this time? Didn't he, he have his he pecs? Had, yeah, he had boob surgery. Okay, that's right. That's right. I couldn't remember the, why. The tracksuit, baby. Yeah, the tracksuit. And his track sideburns were just all, all world. Oh, yeah. And I also love he had the full tracksuit, but he also had his ring gear on underneath the tracksuit because at one point you can see like his... Tights, tights underneath his pants uh the people are so into mankind they mankind is over as he comes out and makes his entrance uh this match is just a crazy brawl amazing they are fighting everywhere fight at one point mankind and the rock they climb up on like this like first level balcony uh it's not it's like probably 12 13 feet up and mankind gets pushed off into like this electrical component when i first saw that on beyond the mat beyond the mat, beyond the mat. Uh, beyond the mat i thought that fully electrocuted the shit out of himself it, it worked it yeah it me. worked yeah, dude. Me, uh and yeah he, everything explodes and then the lights go out for a second which was a nice touch i'm pretty sure the lights went out for mick foley with some of the chair shots too yeah i'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting well there. done though uh they are just fighting up i love the, the especially the rock but whenever one man would hold the microphone up to the other man i would love hearing what they would say bro so good the rock always had something funny but, to say but like so like when foley's asking him originally like do you want to quit and the rock's like uh what was it was it Piece the rock says crap. the rock says you can kiss his and then he starts beating him with the microphone <laughs> yeah, before he can yeah. Uh, the fucking bell Bells will be ringing. <laughs> Bing! Bing! God. Uh, I love it when The Rock took over on commentary. And Mankind <laughs> knocked him on Michael Cole. And Michael Cole looked Michael terrified. Cole looked like he was going to piss his pants. Uh, it was awesome. And then they're just fighting left and right. And then The cha- and then uh, the Rock produces handcuffs. He manages to handcuff Foley. Yeah, and, and then he gets the chair. And he just hits uh, Mick in the head with his chair you want, over. You and Earl Hebner looks over. Pissed. You want to know how many times? How many times? Ten. And Ten it's like, and he's not pulling these chairs. And I'm he pretty is sure, whacking him in the head. I'm pretty sure Earl Hebner at one point is like, you need to stop. Before the last chair shot, you can see him tell him, like, you, this is enough. Well, yeah, because literally two chair shots before that, Mick Foley's crumbling. Yeah. The yeah this was and, hard to watch. And Hebner, Hebner's getting pissed because yeah, he's, he's trying to stop He's had this. enough. And I think Pritchard said Hebner was trying to yeah. stop it. Uh, but the chair shot after chair shot after chair shot. Eventually, I mean, mankind's dead. Like he's just dead on the ground. And he keeps getting up he's, though. He's at down. one point he says, 
you have to kill me. Yeah, he said, you'll have to kill me. And I was worried we were I getting like, that far. like, we might get there. Eventually, they get on the ramp. Mankind's might actually be dead at this point. The Rock holds the uh, microphone up to Mick. There's no response. And then a very familiar audio clip of Mankind yelling, I quit, over and over again, plays through the speakers. Ding, and ding, ding. The match is over, and The Rock is the WWF champion. This was the match to watch on this 21 card. 21 minutes and 46 seconds. I give it four stars. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, the chair shots kind of made it hard to watch at times, though. Um, if I'm being honest, it was pretty rough, but uh, added to the drama and, and the spectacle of the match. And uh, The Rock is just a star, and he has some heat on him after this match, too. I gave it four and a half. I thought yes. it was excellent. But I would never want to see someone take these chair shots again. And as I'm watching it, they won't. As I was watching it, I was thinking about how reckless it was, and like yeah. looking back at how stupid we were at not thinking that was actually hurting people. The, I think the crowd knew because they were like the first. They, they started quieting down a little. Bro, bit. When that, you see someone literally just crumble with that first chair shot, like every everyone in the crowd was like, oh. like you heard like an audible oh. gasp after that first chair. He's shot. He's not putting his hands up. No, what'd you give it, Luke? Uh, four and a half. I absolutely love this match. Uh, how many times have you guys seen this before? This is my third time. This is my second time. Second I, time. I saw it when it happened. I watched it. I, saw I it, watched yeah. it before the Super Bowl last year. I don't oh, even nice. know. I don't know. Me how and Jonathan many, and Jordan. I don't know how many times I've watched this, whether like it was through Beyond the Mat or otherwise. But it's so. I mean, heel rock is so damn entertaining. Yeah, he is. Well, and, and like whether he's you know doing the bells will be ringing thing or he's just got random ass comebacks or he's on commentary or he's holding a camera and then all of a sudden it turns to Austin <laughs> who is do you remember that like, yes like that he was so he was good awesome. here yeah he was um, he was great and mankind like how do you there's no way to quantify um like what exactly he's done for us like he's yeah. a modern day gladiator yeah. which kind of leads to a point that me yeah. and Zach talked about the other day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's kind of an unpopular opinion, maybe, but Mankind is the second most important person for the Attitude Era in WWF. Yes. Behind Steve Austin. Yeah, I'm on board. I like, think he... people, people will say Undertaker or, or, the, or Rock. the Rock, but Mick Foley, as we talked about the other day, put everyone over and made them look like superstars. And he always went the extra mile. Shawn Michaels, The Rock, Undertaker, Austin, Triple H. Triple H. He made Everyone, yeah. DX, yeah. He made everyone look like superstars. But he was just happy to be there. Yeah, he was. I think I, I totally agree. I and think Mix Mick needs to be treated like the goat because yeah. he gave so much. When for you everyone. think about the Attitude well, a lot Era, of do, like I think. outside of Austin stuff, like what do you think about? You think of Mick going through the cell yep. and going off the cell. You think of him and Triple H at the Royal Rumble. You think of you think this, this match. match. Yep. You think of this is your life. You think of the, the Rock and Sock connection. The you think of the three, three faces of Foley. Exactly. You just he and then embodied think, what the Attitude Era was about. Think about when he came back in the mid two thousands and, and was putting, putting Randy over Orton Randy Orton over. and Edge all the time. Yeah. And he was barely walking like. Oh, and he was he, that was it WrestleMania twenty two? Yeah, where he went through a flaming table. And then there was WrestleMania yeah. or there was Backlash 04 where he got destroyed, destroyed and RKO'd onto tax. One uh-huh. night stand two, he got destroyed. Yeah. God. He's that, just the consummate good guy in wrestling and just such a professional. He just literally would do anything for the yeah. fans. Anything. He just wanted people to be happy. And he still does stuff like he puts up on eBay bidding for him to come to your house and watch an episode of yeah. the show with you and all those proceeds. Go to like a sick kid or some like Australia's wildfire stuff like that. Makes the man. We're thinking about you if you listen in Australia. He dresses up as Santa like all December. Yeah, and he's the man. Tours and it's he all charity. He's the man, and uh, this match was really good. 
Amazing. I That's love really it. good. Uh, also, if I have to be honest, I kind of like this TNA run too, where he got the belt and feud with Sting, because I felt it was like the cherry on top. Is there anything TNA that you didn't like? Yes. What? Garth Brooks. The one. Or no, Tony. Tony. Tony, Tony Keith. Tony Keith. Jesus. He he, that was the big, first ever show. Big too, country fan. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I love TNA. It's the best. Yeah. You're ridiculous. Well, Toby Keith suplex Jeff Jarrett, man. That was sick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Brian Rulacker, because F the Bears. F the Bears. Then we get a video package. Uh, <laughs> again, just kind of recapping everything between Vince and Austin. It's different than the first one, but it's same, same, but different. Uh, and, Nicely done. And that's going to lead to the Royal Rumble match. Austin comes out first, and Vince comes out second looking like... Jack. Wait, 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 wait. I just want to tell you... The next person in this match was almost a bigger name than Vince and Austin. Golga. Golga. <laughs> yes, sir. God, was this not the Jobber Royal Rumble? This was the Jobber Rumble, is, dude. No, this just shows you the nice depth on this <laughs> WWF roster in 1999. This was the Jobber Rumble. So you got. So you got. Here's the thing: you probably bought a ticket to see Vince and Austin go at it, which you would kind of get to see, but not before you had to sit through. Golga. Do, do you want me Golga to run through the... Yes, please run through the... Do you Gilbert. have it written down? Uh, I have it up. Yeah, so, please. So, so let's go through the entering order here. Stone Cold and then Vince McMahon, all right? We're doing, uh-huh. o- we're doing okay. We're on a good start. Then we have Golga. Great. Then we have Draws. And Ooh. it's worth noting also that Vince... Uh, so Vince and Stone Cold. Vince runs away. Stone Cold chases him, and so they leave the match. Well, go- well, Stone Cold eliminates Golga. Yeah, right? he eliminates he Golga, in. and then he, he goes after Vince. They fight into the women's bathroom, and get- the corp- the corporation is there waiting for him. Uh, and they beat him up. Give him a swirly. Yeah, and he's dead, apparently. He does a stretcher job, so we keep getting these cutaways. And now Draws is just, like, by himself in the ring for a few minutes. And then we have Edge. Uh-huh. Which is... There you go. That's a, oh, I mean, yeah. not at the time, was, though. Yeah. And then... Gilbert. Oh. Then we have Steve Blackman, who's a good one. Yeah. Dan Severn, who's an okay one. Yeah, good, great music. Tiger Ali Singh. Nope. Uh, the Blue Meanie. Nope. It was originally supposed to be Mosh, but it was Mabel. Oh, no, no, no. Then, well, we'll get to what happens there later. Well, let's we, get there now. We'll get no, there no, now. no. Let's just run through the guys Okay, quick. okay. Then we have Road Dog. Then we have Gangrel. Road Dog was kind of the iron. Then man we have Luke's match. hero, Kurgan. <laughs> he was really good. He was really then good. Then we have Al match. Snow, Gold Dust. This is the Java The Godfather. Kane, there's a good one, who we'll Cleared get to. Ken Shamrock, Billy Gunn, Test, Big Boss Man, Triple H, Val Venus, X-Pac. They stacked Mark the Henry, latter half of this rumble. Jeff Jarrett, D'Lo Brown, Owen Hart, and China. So they had, like, the last 10 people were all the noteworthy people. And there was a few sprinkled in, but, man, there was a period there after Austin and Vince left where it was, you were just getting guy after guy, and it was just like, who are these And then people? Vince ends up on commentary. Yeah, Vince is on commentary, and that was pretty entertaining, to be fair. So let's start with Mabel. So Mabel comes in, he cleans house. Well, he beats up Mosh. Yeah. Which Thrasher's not even his spot. Thrasher's not even in the, the Royal Rumble, so I don't know he why didn't even Mosh, get a ticket if yeah, Mosh gets one, Thrasher does, and that's he's okay. He's in the stand somewhere. Uh, so Mabel comes out, he cleans house, he eliminates almost everybody, and then the lights go down. And it was everybody, he eliminates everybody but uh, Edge and Road Dog. The lights go down, they come back up, the Undertaker's music is playing, Midian and the Acolytes drag Mabel away, and they all beat him up, Mabel, and they drag him off. And, and then they'll commentary, they're like, Undertaker promised another sacrifice tonight, so we're essentially seeing the birth of Viscera. Correct. And away they go, and then while that's happening... Just before that had happened, like when the lights first come back up, Road Dog eliminates Edge. So now Road Dog's by himself in the ring for a second. And then something happened to Road Dog. And then the ring was empty for a minute. And it's just like. Oh, did Kane throw Road Dog yeah, out? Yeah, Kane threw Road Dog and out. Then, 
And then the, the white coats come to bring Kane to the asylum because the he turned coats. on the corporate. He turned Kane, on the yeah, corporation. Kane eliminated like five straight dudes. Yeah, he cleaned house, and then he was by himself. And then out what? comes the white coats. They're going to bring him, bring him away because Vince has demanded that it happen because he turned on the corporation. It's a whole story, kind of. And then. Yeah. Uh, it's a story. Kane eliminates himself over the top rope and just leaves, he and knows, we don't see him again. He knows no other way to exit. So uh, then the ring's empty, and then they more people start fighting. All the while, we're getting these cutaways to like Austin being loaded on a stretcher and like taken away. And then we do get a pretty entertaining moment when Vince is on commentary, and you see an ambulance coming back right after you see Mabel get loaded into a hearse, and it drives away. Here comes an ambulance, and who's driving it? Vroom, but vroom, bitch. The master of all vehicles himself, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You should hear, I don't know if, how many of his podcasts you listen to, you should hear him talk about all those cars that he had to drive. He hardly <laughs> ever test drove them. No, so the, I, fact, the Zamboni story I remember quite well. The fact that he's able to drive trucks onto the entrance ramp yeah. and and like full speed to the ring without uh-huh. dying or hitting something, incredible. You know what the best car story is though? What is when Goldberg went to get in the muscle car that they had practice warming up all oh, and day. it didn't start and, and it did start because it the, so the gas went in and goldberg had to run after the rock and ran the wrong way <laughs> yeah classic God that's goldberg damn. that's goldberg's first wwe run in a nutshell yeah Bruce uh that. any at any rate uh austin comes back i gotta i gotta bring up a point so they make yeah. a huge huge deal about china being in this royal rumble and she doesn't come until 30 and she she's only in, in for like a minute she eliminates mark henry and then china instantly gets eliminated by austin yep then she, Austin just throws her out. And this and this kind of transition segues into one of my big issues with the match is everybody knows there's a hundred thousand dollar bounty on Austin. But the but corpor- like it's not it's not framed like that in the ring. The, it, why, it's framed why is, like a normal rumble match. Why is the corporation or DX not working together to get that money? Yeah, and what I see if I was booking the match, I would have had like person after person going after Austin. They're fighting each other to get to him, and they're eliminating each other that way, and Austin's eliminating them. And he's he, it didn't feel like Austin had this big like outside of target the on his out, back, outside yeah. of the beatdown, it didn't feel like he had this big target thing on his to back. overcome. Well, like he was just in the match. Well, DX at one point, X Pac kicks Triple H in the head. Yeah. Like, why aren't you two working together to get money for your group? And it's funny because they were pushing the whole like every man for himself bit like a little too much, and I guess that's why. Right. But it just didn't make sense. Like, don't, wouldn't you want that money? Like, no matter what you had even to do you to get to sp- it, even if you split with somebody else. Yeah. Uh, you know what I love? What? China eliminating Mark Henry. Yeah, China throws Henry over and then instantly, yeah, instantly. I, I gets love that. Over yeah, that. I love, I love. Uh, and that's China's contribution to this rumble. After being so hyped up, she is in the match for about a minute and a half, if that. And then uh, we get down to who is the it? The final five are Austin, Austin Owen, D'Lo, Bossman, and Vince. Uh, yeah, and then Boss they start man. dropping like so, flies. So why is the corporation not working together with Vince here? It doesn't make sense. I wish I could tell you why. Uh, eventually, though, Bossman. Gets th- tossed. As well as Owen. As well as Owen. Well, Owen went first. Owen yeah. was by Austin. Then, bleh, Owen by Austin. Then D'Lo by Bossman. Then Bossman by Austin. And now we're down to Austin and Vince. And so they get into... Th- so- it's crazy. It's like no one saw this part coming. <laughs> right. That Th- was- that's one of my big problems is huh. how predictable it is. I know. The whole match was revolved around those two. I know. So Austin goes out of the ring. He grabs Vince and he brings him back into the ring. He's kicking the shit out of him. He's hitting him with stunners and elbows. There's and, an unprotected chair shot somewhere in there. Yeah, he gets laid out with a chair. And then The Rock comes out to make words with Austin. And uh, if this doesn't make Austin look like a stupid jackass, I don't know what does. Because he has Vince dead in the middle of the ring. Well, he was toying with him the whole match. And he too. stops the match to start John with The Rock. And it's like, no. Grab Vince. That was my phone. Grab Vince. 
throw him out of the ring, and then have your words with The Rock. Man, you know what's crazy is WWE always made Austin look super smart. Until like, they didn't. Like, they made him outsmart everybody, except right here. Yeah. This this well, this made Austin a heel. This made Austin. Well, that's, I mean, during the his yeah. like main yeah. main yeah. run. Main this run. made Austin look like a chump because, of course, Vince recovers. The Rock helps him dump Austin, and Vince McMahon wins the nineteen ninety nine Royal Rumble only Fif- to uh, sacrifice his title shot. I believe the next night on Raw fifty six thirty eight. So why not just have Austin win the Rumble? I guess that's one of life's because, great mysteries. Because that's what Vince wasn't trying to do. I guess he had just—it's a swerve, bro. I know Russo is probably gone at this point. What'd you but, give it? Oh man, I give it two stars. It, it had some. I liked. So I liked the framework of the story. I liked the Austin getting taken out by the corporation. I liked him with the bounty on his head. It just never. The rest of it was filler, and the actual Austin story itself didn't really have that satisfying of a conclusion. With. I got- I gotta tell you, I also I gave it two and a half. It was probably one of my least favorite rumbles I've watched. Uh, it being a rumble just gets me like a star and a half right off the bat. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it builds from there. And this didn't do anything to build on the excitement. Just to throw it out there, my favorite two Royal Rumbles of all time are two thousand four and two thousand seven. Two thousand four uh, is great. I like two thousand two thousand seven is the one that ends with Michaels and Undertaker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's a good one. Um, Wait, did Shinsuke win two years ago? Yeah, 2018. That was really 2018's good. 2018's Both really, of those really I'm really glad the Rumble, they... The last five or six years of Rumbles, outside of the Dana Bryan, Roman Reigns stuff, like they, oh they, they deliver on the Rumble hey, these I, days. I gotta tell you, though, I'm glad they did so much with Shinsuke's Rumble win. Yikes. You know, <laughs> with the title yeah. win. Oh, and Oscar too. Uh, yeah. Um, I gave this two and three quarters, and I think that if... You can only enjoy this as a Royal Rumble match if you have a soft spot for the Attitude Era and the nostalgic characters. And the Royal Rumble itself. I do, I, yes. I do have to say, I love some of the characters. Like yeah. Blue Meanie, Al that's Snow. What, so that's what I meant Stop when I that. said... Stop. I keep dropping my phone. That's and, what I said when I said that like so many people are over, everyone's over. Like so People are getting pops. Like These randos, yeah. Blue Meanie and Al Snow, like, everyone's getting a pop of some sort. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got you. As a show, though, how do you feel? Uh, I mean, it had some good. It had some bad. I'm just going to give it a C. I'm right, going to give it right a C. Right in the middle. I think the good was good. Hmm. The rest of it was I just lo- kind of there. I, I love the Austin McMahon storyline and the Foley Rock storyline. And the DX Corporation storyline was actually pretty good. But just everything else, mm-hmm. just outside of those, like, was just kind of eh. outside those key players were just meh. Yeah, yeah. I, I gave it a C minus because <laughs> that kind of surprises me. There's a four and a, there's a four and a half star. Match I was teetering, and then, and then nothing else. Yeah, was over. I was teetering. There, nothing right else there. was three stars. Yeah, I was teetering on the C minus, but I'm gonna give it a low C. Yeah, I'm gonna give then we go off the air with uh, Vince and The Rock kissing, kissing, and then we get a recap. And but I didn't. I skipped that part. So. I do. We have some qu- uh, call-ins. Though. Yeah, let's get to the calls, and then we'll get to we'll next week. Some what? Oh, call-ins. Call-ins. Oh, nice. Cameraman. Cameraman call-ins. Some cameraman call-ins. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to the calls, and then we'll kind of do a little bit of a. We didn't. We should have mentioned this off the top, but we're doing a little hard impact, hard to kill prediction segment. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll go through that, that and I'm gonna give my very educated opinion. Our that's I that's always what I hope for out of you. Yes. Yes. Uh, so let's get to our calls <laughs> first. Anybody want to take his spot? Greg, cameraman, Don't, Colin. No, please. Wow. Yeah, what's yeah, wrong, wow. dude? Come on. I was, 
I just like I just like our dynamic. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow, damn, he's oh. not having fun anymore. All right, let's fly Greg out. Luke's right. are, uh, Luke, it's all uh, right. No, no, you can stay at Luke's you're house. Gone. You're Luke, gone. You now. talked <laughs> me into it. You're gone now. Uh, first is going to be Savo the Savior. Let's see what he has to say. Savo. What's up, big boys? It's Savo the Savior calling in about your Royal Rumble contest that you're going to be airing uh, on your second week in January. Um, I went with uh, Royal Rumble 2001. Ooh, we I didn't. thought 2001, WCW closed up. Maybe they're going to have some WCW guys on there. And then I realized after I voted that Royal Rumble's in January and WCW closed in March. Anyway, um, that's the one I picked. Uh, cool match between Benoit and Jericho. Um, some good stuff on there. Good to see China again and uh, just like, you know, reliving some of that past glory that we all saw. Anyway, um, yeah, it was a pretty good uh Royal Rumble, Rumble overall. Um, hope you guys are having a great holiday and have a happy new year. You too, man. man I, sorry, I would, sorry I had to watch uh, Royal Rumble 2001. I would have rather that. done 01. Yeah? Jericho versus Benoit, Angle versus Triple H, and a Royal Rumble featuring Drew Carey. Yeah. Drew Carey was in an 01 Royal Rumble? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Kane eliminated him, I'm pretty sure. That was also the one where Kane's <laughs> pyro destroyed part of the set, too. Yeah. Because they had the fabric scrims I, I up still, on the top. I, DZ, we'll get there. We'll get DZ, there. Hey, you had the right choice, though, we'll, buddy. We'll get there. We'll hey, get there. Can you? Can you? Just, I was pulling for that one. Can you, you pronounce guys. Savo's name right, please? Savo. What Thank did you. I say? That's what I said. Savo. You say Savo all the time. Oh, sorry, Savo. Savo the savior, dude. Sorry, Damn man. It. He's our boy. Uh, he I is. Just, I just put hang up the headphones and go. Uh, first, you first you insult Greg, and now Savo. What oh, are you, you going to do now? I kind of insulted Greg and Colin at the same time, actually. Yeah, w- that's three strikes for you, Zach. And those are those are three of our biggest fans too. Let's wow. see. Let's see. I'll what think. A, of, what a turn! What Zach, a heel turn! Zach might hate you guys, but me and Luke love you guys. We let's do. see what I can say what about Jake turn. Jonas to uh, insult him after. Don't insult call. him. He's our sugar daddy. What's up, fellas? It's your boy Jake Jonas here with some best of 2019s. <clears throat> So, uh, best female wrestler, I have uh, Tessa Blanchard. Agreed. For sure. And best male wrestler, I have a split between Jericho and Adam Cole. Partway agree. What a fence writer. For best gimmick of 2019, hands down for me, it's The Fiend. Agreed. Um, And best match of 2019 for me was... Uh, Cody Jericho at Full Gear. Amazing match. I like that choice. Wow. Underrated Best choice. Best team of 2019 for me Underrated is the show. OC. Underrated choice. And the best moment, or should I say moments, of 2019 is every time that I hear Orange Cassidy pop the crowd because he is over. He's the best. Thanks, guys. Uh, love your show and a and you know, have a great new year. Peace. Hey, he's the best, Jake Jonas. Thank you, Jake. Besides the fence riding, that was a really, really his good. Voice. What is wrong with you tonight? His voice, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I'm gonna compliment him. His yeah. voice is. He's got a. He's you have a, a radio voice, dude. Voice. You need to get a radio job. You uh, he can take my job. Uh, <laughs> that's a good call, Orange Cassidy. Can we just have a quick Orange Cassidy appreciation moment? Here? I don't think a lot of people understand Orange. Cassidy. He is the best, which he's, is very strange. He is the absolute. I, I think, love Orange. Cassidy. I think people are trying so hard. To take him so seriously, but that's not what he's about. He's dude. He's just literally for fun. the opposite. He to me, to me, to me, <laughs> he is. <laughs> to me, he is wrestling comedy done as well as you can possibly do it. 
Oh yeah, he is. He just worked. I just love. I there's nothing better than when he starts messing around and gets kicked or hit. Yeah, it's the best. Him and him he's and, the best. Him and Moxley, that little face off was great. Uh, Orange Cassidy for AEW champion. Uh, no. Up next, we're gonna get to Kiefer. Our last call for the week, and then we're gonna run down hard oh, to kill. Boy. Another. So good let's one. see how I can insult Kiefer. What is going on, big boys and body slams? Did you miss me? Yes, yes. I missed you guys. No, no. Mm. Well, I mean, I still listened every week, but I missed calling into you guys. This week, I wanted to know, with Wrestle Kingdom 14 happening and uh, WrestleMania on the horizon, uh, just wondering, when do you think AEW is going to have their big show for the year? Or will they just continue to kind of do pay-per-views here and there until a few years down the road? Let me know what you guys think. Bye. What is wrong with you? I think... I can't think of anything to insult you with, so... uh... I didn't miss your you. Gronk spiking cups onto our studio table. <laughs> I'm on one. Throwing uh, your phone on the ground. I think August. I think that's kind of where they slotted their big the show. The double or nothing. I think it's going to be their main um, show every yeah, year. So I think August. And I think that's perfect because then you have January, April, August. Like it's not all going to be April. Very spaced. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's still going to be a lot in that April kind of zone. And then when's Bound for Glory, Kyle? That's May, right? No, that's like September. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm going to leave. Drugs are bad. Let's bro. get to the stupid predictions with stupid impact hard to kill. Wait, hold on. Keep talking. Uh, how stupid is it? That's so stupid. So, uh, yeah, okay, they, can, you, can you guys believe they have a woman rest, a woman wrestling? Stop. Man? Hey, we need to watch WrestleMania seven. Cause that apparently has the best big boss man match. If against All Mr. right. Perfect. Well, we already have WrestleMania season book. This All right, week, pal. So you guys Shit. ready? Yeah. Let's take it from the bottom. We have Ken Shamrock versus OVE's own Madman Fulton. Who's going to win? Uh, Fulton. I guess. Kenneth. I'm going to go. I think Fulton's going to get the rub here. I think Shamrock's brought in the kind of put guys over now. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought. Then we have Moose on his path against former champions against Rhino. Moose. Moose. Yeah, for sure. I think we're all in agreement there. Moose has been great on Moose this is going to keep. He's the legend killer in Impact, man. Yeah. I mean, he, he killed true. he killed RVD. He killed Ken Shamrock. He killed and RVD. Yeah. Next, Rhino. He's going to kill Rhino. This is like the battle of the animals, by the way. Yeah. It's cute. Then we have kind of a dream match here. Yeah. Brian Cage and Rob Van Dam. Uh is Cage. That, Cage. Is that a dream match? To some people. Yeah, that'd be a that'd be a fantastic match I'll, in their prime. I'll go Cage. Yeah. Yeah, I think Cage is gonna win, but that's gonna be a fantastic match. Can I say something? What? This card's a little legend heavy. Yes. Well that's the point. Isn't it? No, this isn't their throwback show. There's only three. But they're all yeah, I guess they're all Captain And R V D's been really good. Yeah. Really, okay. really good? He's been good. Luke doesn't know anything that's happened since Bound for Glory. So I do, there's something know. about there's something about RVD sitting wow. in a hot tub with two ladies though. Oh, that, yeah. just, that promo was hilarious. <laughs> it just gets me. You know? like, hasn't he done that multiple times? Uh, he's shown up with both of them multiple times. But he also made out with one on a couch during yeah. an interview. At Brian Cage said, "Can you stop?" <laughs> and, and then RVD said, "In a minute." RVD's great right now. Uh, Eddie Edwards and Michael Elgin, which will probably. Could possibly steal a show. Uh, I'm gonna Michael. say uh, I'm gonna say Elgin. He needs a win. Michael. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Elgin too. But uh, I think this could potentially be the show stealer. It could be honestly. Uh, Eddie Edwards is so over. He doesn't even really need to win ever. Yeah, he can just be the guy that's over. And He's lose. also really good at getting his ass kicked. Yeah, so I think that'll be a fun. Me that's too. gonna be a really fun match. So and then we have a this, oh, okay. This one might steal the show. The North versus Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Uh, the North. Yeah, I got to go the North, but it's going to be a good one. They're the best tag team in Impact right now. I'll go. I'll go with uh, Swan and Mac. Man, Rich Swan really has kind of revived his career here. Completely. Yeah, he has. 
All right. Uh, this match is kind of shaky for me. Taya, Jordan Grace, and ODB. I'm saying oh. it. <laughs> Sorry, the ODB got She's me. She's back full time. I, I think I think it's not full time. Full time, dude. Her uh, her so her she was operating a food truck and it uh-huh. burned down. And so Impact ran a show, and all ticket proceeds went that's to help her. That's the most her. ODB oh, that's thing awesome. I've ever she heard. She also showed up at the AW Battle Royal. Yeah. So Impact, I think, has given her a few paydays to help get good, her the, get her back on her feet. Hasn't uh, Ty, like. Hasn't Ty been champion forever? It's for a Jordan's year. time. Yeah, it's Jordan's Jordan, time. Jordan, 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 Hard Jordan. Hard to kill is... Uh, I'm going to stay with Taya. She's been champion for over a year. Because didn't she win it in January at, uh, at this Homecoming? Is, this is January, bro. Because, I mean, it's hard oh, to yeah. kill. It's, <laughs> like, it's hard to kill. Like Because Battle of Glory is a big one. I don't, know, what I'm one. I don't yeah. know. I just don't think it's going to change. Uh, this, is the, this is the first. This is the first hard to kill. So Ace Austin right. versus Trey Miguel of the, Ace. the Rascals. I'm going to say Trey. Ace. I think I Ace. Is this for the, the, for the Triple X Division? X Division title? Is that what he's calling it now? Yeah. Because he, he's the sleazy guy. Uh, I'm going to say Ace retains. I said ace, and what'd you say? I said ace, yeah. I changed my answer once I realized it was for the title. Oh, and then here's the, here's the big one. Uh-huh. Tessa and Sammy for the Impact Championship. It's Tessa's it's time, Tessa. baby. Sammy. Really? <gasps> I want you to explain why. I just want to go against the grain of what you guys say. So you don't actually think Sammy's going to win? I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he did, uh, just because his reign's been so short. Right. And I think you could maybe even get another match out of this feud. Who knows? I mean, this no, this it, feud has been one of the best feuds yes, for the last you can. couple of years. But the moment that Tessa wins, is the place is going to explode. I know. Absolutely. Tessa should, I mean, she almost should have won that ladder match. She, I know. I know. But that was awesome. now she's on to this, so it worked out for that her. That was an awesome match. I'm going to say Sammy just to kind of be different, because if I'm right, I get to rub it in your noses next week. So so how are you feeling going into the show? Uh, very, very strongly. I, like I said, I think I the thought card, it was too legend heavy for you. I, it is. It is. But <laughs> I was going to get there. I was going to say. ODB's last straw. Although it is a little bit heavy on legends matches. Uh, I, I I just and hear me out on this. I have a little bit of bad taste in my mouth with Impact and Legends. Like those those two things haven't always worked out. It's like oil and vinegar, or how or however that saying goes: oil and water. Yes, vinegar and water. I don't know. No, it's oil. And water. I'm just here. My ass is boosted. Damn, I'm having fun. <laughs> uh, it's a little legend heavy. Okay, wow. I got to be honest. The, I don't want them to creep back into that category because they have so much good young talent they could be pushing. Right. So I don't want to see them creep back into it. That being said. I mean, the top half of this card is incredibly stacked, and this could be a show of the year candidate, so I'm very excited. Well, considering it's January, yeah. Wrestling is great. I um, mean, I'm saying all year. This I, could... I, I, I'm being so, a goon. So, one of the, one of the things, <laughs> Goose. the reasons I think it's kind of legend-heavy is how many people have left in the last few months. That's true. Uh, I mean, WWE and AEW, they kind of have to fill in the they blanks somehow. They the roster. Yeah, you got to fill in the blanks somehow. That's true. You know, RVD can still go. Yep. Rhino... It's fine. Yeah. And then, I mean, ODB is the one that scares me. Shamrock and Fulton probably will not be good unless they do some kind of trickery. Crazy booking. Yeah, with, but ODB is not going to be featured. Heavily. Yeah, I think they can book around that. Yeah, I, th- I think I think if you give it mostly Taya and Jordan with ODB just kind of having some comedy spots in there. Yeah. Jordan Grace is going to drop her ass and then she's not going to be yeah. seen. That This could also be the way to get the belt off Taya without her losing it. That's true, actually. You could have so Jordan, Jordan pin ODB. Or you could have ODB pin Jordan. It's Jordan. Huh? Stop. <laughs> it's Jordan's time. They've t- Yeah. Just like with... I said that last year when they had the match at uh, whatever show was. that, that was. Homecoming? It was... Uh, no. Was that... Was it Bound for Glory? They, she fought Tennille. To, to oh, yeah. God, Neil. I love Jordan. Whatever Grace. show it was. So, I think the show has... Is that Bound for Glory? Vi- it might have been. This show has a lot of potential. Yeah. 
Um, like you said, there are some older names on there that are featured heavily. So hopefully they can get around Shamrock's limitations and ODB. I think Shamrock's the big one for me that I'm a little concerned about. But if it's the opening match... What crazy-ass thing did he do against Moose? He did the a... Plancha, like yeah. The Kenny Omega-like plancha. Yeah. Jesus. I think they I think they can get around it. Fulton Soa is such a big guy. He can just throw Shamrock around yeah. for a little bit and get that rub. Yeah. That's true. So How are you feeling about it, Luke? I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't because, wait. I mean, as you guys know, I'm not a, like I don't keep up too much with TNA. Or excuse me, Impact. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Got it. You back in 09. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Um, but Bound for Glory was great, and I mean, I'm super excited to see it keep going. I think every show, the Tessa match, though, by far, what I'm most excited for. Yeah, I think too. you and me have watched quite a few Impact shows. Yeah, and I think every time we watch them. There's always something that we're like, I don't know about this. I remember we were kind of like that with Abyss and Eli Drake at Homecoming. And then yeah. Bound for Glory, there were a couple things we were like, mm, how's this going to work out? Well, Shamrock Moose was one. Yeah, and for what it's worth, that match was fine until they the end. They exceeded expectations. Yeah, I'd say so. So I think they can do it again. I think Don Callis and Scott Demore are booking like geniuses. They're on to something. And, you know, I'm, I'm listening to Talk is Jericho right now with Rhino on it, which... He's kind of a weird guy. And WWE, oh, you don't yeah. say. And WWE, on a boat. and WWE tried to name him Mary. But that's subject for a different time. But Jericho... <laughs> that's for our Rhino episode. Jericho is really putting over the minds in charge of Impact right now. And, and he should be. And I think I think they're on to something. And you know what makes me really gl- happy? Is that this show is getting some buzz online. And the wrestling community is starting to pay attention to Impact again. And in no small part because of Sammy and Tessa. and But not just them. You know, the X Division is always well, a, yes. a feature. And the Legends do, for what it's worth, so I mean, they at do least, bring eyes. At least your Legends are not the, the title picture. Yeah. You know, Rhino is being used as a former champion to get Moose over more. Uh-huh. Mo- Moose has got something... Like, he is so good, he's just missing that one thing. And yeah. I think there's some key wins out there. You do have a brilliant point, though. None of the legends are in a, in a, in like a usurping big, and a, spot. And most of them are probably going to lose. Right. Yeah, Ca- Cage not in the Hogan spot. Cage and RVD are going to be fine. They're going to have a yeah. good match. Cage can work with anybody. Yeah. C- Cage is like we were talking about with Kurt Angle. He can take anybody and make him good. He's going to yeah. wreck his shit, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's Shamrock's the one that worries me, but I think they'll get past it somehow. And you know what they've because done with they RVD? Is they've turned him into, like, he's gone from being one of the, the hardest guys to root against to the point now where I want to see him get his face kicked in. Yeah. He is such a cock. Like, yeah, it, he is such a dick. I just thought of something. What? So, for the Madman Fulton Shamrock match, right? Uh-huh. You have OVE come out, attack him. Who makes the save? Joey Ryan and AC Romero. Oh yeah! And then you have a six-man AC. tag match. Yeah, you have a six-man tag match. AC and Joey can do most of the work. Yeah, you get your dick flip. You get AC doing whatever, and you get flip. Shamrock doing a plancha on the all three OVE members. Book Boom! It. Book it. I'm hey. just saying. Yeah, this pay per view needs AC. I, I would. I forgot about AC or Dreamer. I, I love AC or Dreamer. Dreamer he's, he's always Dreamer, around. Dreamer could be in that six-man tag if they he's end up changing it to that. He's always around. Get Kali in there, too. Nope. On that note, we'll see you next week. Hey, I do want to apologize to Colin, Greg, <laughs> Keith, Jonas, everybody that listens that Zach messed with today. We all, me yeah, and Luke, we're not going to let him get high before these podcasts anymore. We hope you'll listen next week. I hope I haven't eradicated our fan base to the point that nobody listens. But if you are listening next week, we thank you. And to, to, to sweet. sweet.